0: hey how you doing this is wade with wade for wireless and welcome back for another episode of wade for wireless with all your wireless updates news and information just sit back and relax Hey, everybody, this is Wade with Wade for Wireless. And today I want to talk about learning 5G in the real world because that's something that we're going to have to do is learn more about 5G. So basically, I put together a book that would help you guys out. I'm hoping it helps everybody out. Trying to get us all in the same boat here where we understand what's going to happen with 5G and the densification. It's really just an outline of the real world stuff. Very quick read. You guys will like it. I think you'll appreciate it. It's in the blog wadeforwireless.com and just search for learning 5G in the real world. First, I want to thank Tower Tracker Pro. They have all your closeout package needs. When you're doing tower work and you have to close out, they automate it. It's an app. It's a software as a service where you can go out, take the pictures in the right order and answer the questions and bam, someone can check it back at the office before you even leave the site. The other person I want to thank is Kathy over at Tower Safety and Instruction, towersafety.com, for all the work that they do in training everybody and all the work that Kathy's been doing for reaching out to different people within the state of Arizona to really improve people's lives. It's really amazing what she's doing. Just go to towersafety.com and read up on it. Now, learning 5G in the real world. That's really interesting for most of us because it's a concept Right now, because it's not really in the real world, but there are a lot of demos, you have fixed wireless, you have the uh, different technologies that are going to be network splicing together, uh, network slicing. And by network slicing, that's where you put each little part together, you have uh, Wi Fi is going to play a part LAA, the LTE is going to have a lot of new spectrum. It's just a lot. We're going to rely on low latency. They're going to consider the Internet of Things part of it. And the other thing to think about is that 4G now is really going to be the foundation for 5G, which is unlike the other technologies that we've ever dealt with. So I have a little history lesson in there that you can look at the way 4G and has evolved into 5G or how it will evolve into 5G. They're really going to use the LTE as a foundation and that that's very different from before before we had gsm we had cdma here in the states we had mostly cdma but the idea is for lte which stands for long-term evolution evolution and the reason that's so important is because that's exactly what the carriers want they don't want to do a forklift upgrade they want to start upgrading everything as much as they can with software just by basically putting in a code and having everything work better. Now, we all know in the real world, it's just not practical because we have MIMO, you have to get more spectrum out, you have a lot of physical changes that have to take place. And the carriers want to minimize that their whole plan is to minimize, 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 they don't want to pay anyone to do any more work than they absolutely have to now. That came back to bite them because with the broadband desires and needs, they actually have to come up with a way to connect fiber to almost every site where they don't have fiber. They have to have a reliable, cost-effective microwave connection. That's the other key to this. I really should say a piece of the puzzle. That's another piece of the puzzle to this because in order to get broadband all the way to the end, you have to have it all the way to the core basically right now, and that's going to change too. They're doing more and more in the cloud. Eventually, it'll be the edge, mobile edge computing. But what else is 5G? You know, we always talk about mobility and broadband. You're going to have fixed wireless. Think about that. It's going to be the first time we can really compete with the cable companies for cable or the fiber to the home companies by offering fixed wireless. The dynamic of the world is changing where we just don't want a TV package for cable. We want internet access. A lot of people watch TV on the internet. They have Amazon Prime. They have Apple TV. Just different things like that. And that's that's what's important to these people is that they have a good solid interconnection to stay connected to the world. They check the news, they check everything. The other thing is about the, the broadband. Well, fixed wireless is important. I don't mean to get off that too quick, but you can read about it. Deploying the 5G small cells, densification is gonna be more important than ever. M- using all the spectrum together, carrier aggregation is going to play a key part in this. They're going to have different systems where Wi-Fi and LTE will work together. They'll have unlicensed LTE. There's going to be the CBRS bands, which is 3.5 gigahertz. All this is going to work together. And as they release the CBRS, we'll have private LTE networks where, say, an enterprise or industrial internet of things, that'll be part of it. It's all very exciting. I just wanted to let you guys know there is a book out there. Again, tell me if you like it. It's basically there for you to learn a little bit more based on all the uh, research that I've done. I just put everything together in one handy spot to find it. Plenty of links in there. Wadeforwireless.com. All right, everyone. Be smart, be safe, and pay attention. See ya. Mm -hmm.